Thank you, Diane. Gianna Volpe here at the WLIWFM table at East Hampton Authors Night, sitting here with Helen A. Harrison, art historian and curator, the director of the Pollock Krasner House and Study Center, the author of An Elegant Corpse, an art of murder mystery. Among her stories, this is the latest, delightful, absolutely delightful. I felt like I'd entered Lee's biography a la Ruth Applehoff's Lee and Me, complete with a number of local references from East Hampton in the 70s, Dreesen's, Lilac, Gristeed's, of course, Everett Rattray and the East Hampton Star. I got confused right off when uh, Edward Dragon was shortened to Ted, because I was thinking, isn't Ted short for Theodore? But I imagine that nickname came from historical fact, since all of the people and places are real. Can you talk about researching this book, Helen? Well, I actually knew uh, Ted Dragon really? and Alfonso Osorio and spent quite a bit of time at the Creeks. Alfonso was very involved with Guildhall when I was working there, and I did an exhibition of his uh, a collection, or he had done an exhibition, uh, a gallery called the Signa Gallery back in the 1950s and 60s, early 60s, and we did a show that was devoted to the collection that they exposed at that gallery. What a beautiful, generous person, as you oh, described yeah. in your book. He was, he was elegant as a human being, but he was also just one of the most amazingly erudite people. You, you could talk about anything, right. and, but not condescending. Right, right. And I I'm, unfortunately did kill him on page one. Right. As, as is your uh, a habit, it's something that you do, you've done what, twice over already? Well, this is the fourth. Oh, okay. And I don't kill them all on page one. <laughs> I left Jackson Pollock to, I think, page 30. But the idea is to use historical fact and weave that in with fiction so that real people, real places, and then there are fictional characters but they inhabit actual locales. And you allude to other murders and crimes within an elegant corpse. You mentioned there was an investigation when it was discovered a Pollock's passenger was dead before the crash. Was that true or was it a note from inside your book universe? Oh, that's a different book. Yes, but, it, but it's <laughs> yeah. yours, right? Yes, it's called An Accidental Corpse and it was a, a retake of Jackson's fatal car crash, which did kill Edith Metzger, one of his two passengers, but in my telling, she was already dead. Right. So then figure out who done it, uh, whether, whether it was Pollock himself or someone else. It's, all right, then that alludes to T.J. Fitzgerald. <laughs> Speaking of which, are you, are you in the saddle right now? What case might T.J. Fitzgerald be cracking next? Yeah, this is a, a generational story. It starts in 1943 with uh, an uh, exquisite corpse. That's the first one. Then it goes to 1950s with the accidental corpse. That's the one about Pollock's car crash. Then the 1960s, I go to the Art Students League nice. and I kill Thomas Hart Benton, who was a famous instructor there. Uh, although, of course, he didn't die at the Art Students League when I kill him. And then this one, 1976, uh, which kills Alfonso Osorio. But the next one is set in 1986, and I kill my dear friend and mentor, the art historian Francis O'Connor. How do you decide? <laughs> How do you decide who's getting the axe next? Well, uh, Francis was eminently murderable, but I, I, loved, <laughs> I loved him dearly, but he could be a real pain. Anyway, uh, it's a, all about authentication and uh, fakes and how he tries to 
figure out who's making the fakes, but before he can name his, his suspect, of course, he dies. So then T.J. Fitzgerald, who is now 38 years old, in the, in the first book, he doesn't exist. He isn't born yet. The second book, he's eight years old. Then he's 19. Now he's 38. He's, he's on the verge of getting married. Well, he's married already. Oh, he's married yes, already? Yes, already married. And the idea of his um, progression is now he's a private detective. His parents were New York City police officers, and I then thought that he wasn't up. married, and he was asking. Her he's married in the, he, he isn't married in the third oh, one. Oh no! But now he's 38 years old. He's been married for a few years, and he actually had his honeymoon at the Creeks. So I love seeing Jackson and Lee showing up in your works. Mm -hmm. Since you're the director of the Pollock Plazas. Krasner house is that is that fun for you of course because I not that I I didn't know Lee slightly I never met Pollock he was I was 12 when he died but uh, not that I couldn't have met him but I wasn't frequenting the Cedar Tavern at the time but the um, people and places that I'm familiar with make the story very personal very alive for me and then of course this is fiction this is not my art historical writing my essays or exhibition catalogs and if i come to a point where the the character has to do something that it, the character never did i can make it up that's right. that's what fiction is so speaking of the paula krasner house how have things been there this season by the way anything coming up that you want to mention well right now we have an exhibition of lee krasner's work oh lovely it's a beautiful show of a painting she did in 1969 a big one and then some smaller works on paper it's called lee krasner portrait in green that's the title of the large painting so i hope people will be able to come over and see that you need to make an appointment you have to reserve online so there are We're no drop-in visitors but you just go to our website pkhouse.org and click on visiting us all right. Thank you so much, Helen Harrison, uh, not only the director of the Paul Krasner House and Studies Center, but the author of the brand new An Elegant Corpse, An Art of Murder Mystery, going back into the field for this next interview here on WLIWFM. Take it away, Diane.